Oh, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show, radio to open the heart, heal the soul, awaken the consciousness. Benny, Benny, the leaves are turning color. I know. It's they're getting so beautiful morning. out there, aren't they? This is the This is the time that I like the, the early part of the change, not the later part because yeah. it's all wet and gloomy and yucky. But the beginning is the best, in my opinion. In my opinion, too. Yeah. yeah, it's good to see you. You too, as well. Nice to see you. Aww. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I know. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Yeah, I hope everybody's doing good out there. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. October. October. Yeah. Well, mm, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm going to probably just jump into it here. Um, I am the owner of Reiki Oasis. You can find out more about me at ReikiOasis.com and schedule everything at schedule.reikioasis.com. I have a Reiki 2 class coming up on Saturday. Oh, what a crazy day that's going to be. And then the Temple of the Divine Feminine is on Saturday, October 21st. And um, I just want to begin by making a mention. Let's just all send healing and prayers to the entire world right now, to all of us, to all of our hearts. I did mention last week that uh, the astrology in October would be hmm, transformational, shall we say? And so, uh, I want to point out a couple. I, of things I, I heard it more on. as messy. Messy. <laughs> Let's go with messy. <laughs> Challenging, messy. I was trying to pick, you know, I, <laughs> Benny, I got to tell you, I was trying to put together my astrology report. There's so much going on. It could be like a five-hour show, and I'm trying to condense yeah. it down. Yeah. But there's been a lot of uh, hot, scratchy, yeah. terrible events that yeah. have happened this week that are in the news, and um, I just kind of want to pull it in. Somebody asked me once, "Can you?" Can you predict things with astrology? And it, it, you can. I'm not that good of an astrologer. I'll be honest. I lean on the shoulders of very uh, better astrologers. And I do look at Vedic astrology also, which to me is a real fascination and very complicated. But hang in there. I want to say this. We are greater than the stars. And remember that these energies are here to help help us on our life path. So we are in a very deep transformational time. So let me jump in. The sun is opposing Chiron, the wounded healer, at 17, 18 degrees Libra to Aries. And what that is doing, it's reminding us of conflicts, world conflicts that cause suffering, but also internal conflicts. I want you to think, as I say a few things today, that I'm talking personally and globally, because these are powerful, powerful uh, transits of the planets. I want to remind you that we all have a deep natural wisdom within us that can understand the deeper meaning behind everything going on. And I always invite people, try to go to 5D if you can, go up a little higher. Paul Selig says, go to the upper room, you know, uh, uh, connect with the higher self and, and uh, remember that we're all here to help help form and change our collective future. So the sun, like I said, the sun is opposing Chiron. The sun represents world leaders and uh, that part of us that leads. It's calling on them to access their own best knowledge and hopefully use it with right motives. My Aries and Libra people out there, especially maybe noticing their own personal crises happening. But the real theme right now is finding new solutions or cures for any pain or inner conflict or outer conflict that we have been suffering. 
for all of us, the new moon solar ring eclipse this coming Saturday, October 14th in Libra, that beautiful balancing sign gives us great opportunity to direct the energies towards our own personal transformation in the midst of massive global transformation. And from now till the end of the month, the next two weeks, we're in eclipse season directly. And we have the last eclipse in Taurus, which is a full moon lunar eclipse on October 28th, just before Halloween. And so we will be absolutely closing out an era. We've been having that Taurus-Scorpio axis for a long time. We're moving into an Aries-Libra. And uh, that's going to be going on for uh, a little bit of time, 18 to 20 months. And we're, we're beginning a new era, which is seeking balance. And it is seeking a win-win situation. Not I win and you lose or you win and I lose, but a win-win. So there's that, uh, that can we work together? Can we not? So to add to this intensity and, and what's really going on, Mars has moved into Scorpio. Mars, that fiery planet of war, the ruler of Aries. Mars has been held back by being in Libra, his opposite sign. So Libra, what says? No, hold on, hold on. Let's 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 um, let's talk about this. And so he's been held back, and he's getting kind of he's crunching at the bit. You know, if you have a horse, you know what I'm talking about. It's like shaking his head around. So Mars' usual leadership, courage, and drive has been thwarted because he's had to do teamwork and listen to others, uh oh, and try to work with the opposites uh, opposition. So he has not had free reign to express his best qualities. Mars represents armies and he has his own army, but he will often not fight if he does not have a worthy cause. So if the powers that be cannot direct him in ways he respects, there's gonna be real, he's gonna have great confusion and it will lead to war. Mars will store up his wrath, courage and power and become vengeful, which is happening right now, especially with the potency of Scorpio. The eclipse has given us warnings. There's little flags all over. The signs have been there. The North Node in Aries, South Node Libra is telling us that the powers that be, those greater powers up there, mean business. And it's everything's coming to a head in order to find solutions and the age-old conflicts being healed once and for all. So I kind of look at it like the big players are stepping into the room and going, listen here, kids, it's enough fighting we're going to figure this out. And of course, everybody's all upset. So this goes for global situations, our own internal battles, whatever it's been raging, right? Pluto, that outer planet, has technically gone direct. And Pluto's the uh, lord of the underworld, right? Transformation. Um, he's gone direct, but, he's, but by degree is still in what's called station. So he's getting ready to really move forward. And on a personal level, this brings in... Um, some really great courage and drive to achieve anything because uh, this energy is it, it, it well mars used to be uh, is the old ruler of the sign of of um pluto right and um or before of uh, scorpio excuse me for before pluto came in sorry i was trying to get this done quick so i was talking too fast <laughs> i'll slow down <laughs> so with all of this stuff going on, there's kind of an all or nothing aspect of Scorpio that has come into play right now. And this will reveal any sort of hidden motives. Remember, I'm talking personal as well as global. 
It also brings in the energy of finding more depth to your relationships and tapping into what it is that really matters. And interestingly enough, Mars is meeting with a celestial body called Haumea. And Haumea was named after the goddess of Hawaii, the ever-creative force of the divine feminine. Hmm, now that's interesting. And she's going to help Mars with his vengeful feelings and his impatience to finally get past the old animosities. She's going to bring in this idea that maybe we could be more creative. Maybe we could be more balanced in thinking. Maybe we could practice forgiveness, ho'oponopono, and look at the human element and take into account the well-being of others, reminding ourselves, himself, Mars, that war nature, the, the sacredness of all of life and what it is that's really important. Haumea often uh, is around when humans need more ease of passage from one state to another because she existed at a time when spirit was manifesting into all forms of matter. So all this is happening under the influence of this eclipse, the eclipse season on the 14th. And the eclipse chart is a chart of conflict with five planets and points in Libra and two in Scorpio nearby. Can we find that balance? Can we do it? The quincux of Sun and Uranus, I'm not going to get into that because I can't even say it. The following day on October 15th between Sun and Uranus is drawing the energy of a sudden event that looks like an unexpected outside force intervening to stop a war from erupting. And on a global and personal level, this is a pivotal opportunities for major breakthroughs from unexpected sources for ourselves and for others. And I'm always telling people, you know, when you hear me say all this stuff, I encourage you to stay to the upper, upper level, stay to the hopeful side. These unexpected events are really here to help us move forward. And we are part of that beautiful uh, co-creative effort, <laughs> challenging and messy as it is, Mr. Benny. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so I'm going to bring my guest on. That was a lot. And uh, I did rattle it off quick. You might want to go back and listen to it a couple of times. But my guest today, I'm excited to have her. She's timely. Is Sue Frederick. She's an ordained unity minister, a master numerologist. I love that. Soul regression therapist, a channel, clairvoyant, claircognizant, clairaudient. She does the whole thing. She's got the whole schmeal going on over there, who receives wisdom from guides and departed loved ones to help you heal grief and find your purpose. And with her powerful intuition, she uses sacred numerology and mystical information to facilitate access into a divine lens to heal your life. She's the author of 11 books, maybe more. She's got more coming, including Through a Divine Lens, Practices to Quiet Your Ego and Align with Your Soul. She's also written Bridges to Heaven, True Stories of Loved Ones on the Other Side, and I see your dream job and I see your soulmate. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. By the way, a little little tickler if you're listening. Um, as time permits, we are going to take a, a, just a couple of callers for a mini 
uh, reading with um, with uh, Sue. Uh, I'm going to give the number out now because it's always good to get in, get in soon, and just wait in the in the um, uh, eaves back there in, for us to bring you on when it's the right time. So the numbers at the radio station are one eight 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 two nine eight five five six nine or four two five three seven three five five two seven and um sue frederick said frederick welcome to the show oh my gosh it's such a pleasure to be with you loretta <laughs> <laughs> my little airy self feels like <laughs> <laughs> so i would love for you to take a moment and properly introduce yourself to the audience um and any way that makes sense to you and maybe a little bit of history. How did you get into all of this? Well, grief is our greatest spiritual teacher, in my opinion. We often just don't even pay attention and don't wake up and don't ask the hard questions until we lose a loved one. Sometimes we lose a career or we lose a marriage or a relationship, and then we start going, wait, who am I? Why am I here? And when my husband died of cancer when I was 29, that was my big soul wake up call. You know, my questions were, why do good young people suffer and die? And where did he go exactly? Like I had ideas, but I really wanted to know the truth. And why am I still here? That was my big question. And those questions really drove me on a journey, decade long, decades long journey of spiritual seeking to do what I do today and write what I write today and teach what I teach. And one of the things I loved that you said just a few minutes ago, you said we are greater than the stars. Well, this is how I look at numerology. We are greater than the numbers, but the numbers helped me find answers to those big questions. After my husband died, um, a friend gave me a numerology reading and this was about two months or actually longer, a few more months after that, after Paul had crossed and my husband and she's this numerology person sat down with me, didn't know me at all and told me why I was here, why my soul had agreed to go through that trauma of losing my husband to cancer at a young age and where he was and what his our agreement was together and it was like whoa because nothing else had made sense until then and her her version of numerology which i now teach and call sacred numerology is all about using the numbers to help us understand why we're here and who we are oh my goodness i have goosebumps as you're talking um i i love that um, I also am just going to say this. Um, there's so much in in the little bit that you said there of, you know, the life journey and grief, I think, is the biggest initiate initiator, honestly. Absolutely. And yeah, it brings us it brings everything right there. Um, wow, you said so much in there. Um, <laughs> like what happens when people die? exit their bodies and um and what is numerology right yeah. two well, biggies I'm, 
I'm so blessed with, you know, back when I was 29 and 30, if you had met me, I would have been like a sad, angry girl in my (laughs) 30s. So I don't want to in any way make anyone who today is grieving and feels very angry and lost. I just want you to know you will find your way through that pain. And part of the human journey is we've got to feel that pain. And yet it's our free will of when we start saying, maybe there's a different way to look at this. And one of the ways we get help is to call out to spirit or to call out to our departed and just simply say, help me see this pain in a different way. Show me what my soul is trying to learn from this. Those kinds of requests are always answered by spirit. And my departed husband, Paul, and my best girlfriend, Chrissy, who died shortly after Paul did, they've both been such powerful spiritual teachers for me because Paul showed me right away that his soul, I mean, I can tell the story of his crossing, his soul, he revealed his soul to me so clearly as his as he took his last breath and left his body his mother and i were holding him and we definitely saw his soul leave and fly out to the mountains of colorado where we were living and then that night he was in bed with me wrapped around me in a way that i could feel his legs his arms around me mm-hmm. and a being of light reached over me and tapped on him and kept him moving for a while because when they first cross if they come back and are too attached to us they get stuck you know and so the guides will always come and sort of go okay that's enough for today let's lift up now and but now that he's been in the divine realms for all these decades you know he'll come back to me and even sometimes scold me like uh he came back once after i had taught a big grief workshop and i was helping people who had lost loved ones to cancer and those grieving people were stuck in the pain memories of their departed which is what happens to us right we go oh that night that paul woke up with this happening or that happening and we get lost in those trauma memories And yet the departed are not there. (laughs) They are joyful and happy and trying to go, come on, I'm not there. I'm so happy to be free of that body. I'm trying to help you remember that you're a divine being. And so after I taught the workshop, Paul came to me and said, you have to show those people that there is no suffering. The soul does not suffer. And when they hang on to those trauma memories, it's just... um, a repetitive image of their mind and it has nothing to do with who we are in the divine and what happens to our soul so he's given me so many teachings like that and what happens when we die is we lift out of the body even sometimes before the final moments of death so for example in my father's case he was dying of lung cancer And my family was arguing about the do not resuscitation orders. And um, and so I had said, let me be with dad today. I I really feel that he's going to cross. And my family sort of, you know, drew straws and said, no, Sue, it's your time to take the kids home and babysit. (laughs) And so I was really angry about that. And I got the kids in a van and took them home and got them down for a nap. And then I sat down to meditate, and that's an important point. We have to be quiet and listen in order to hear spirit, to hear higher consciousness, 
to hear divine consciousness, we've got to be quieting the mind. So I sat to meditate and my dad appeared instantly in front of me, young looking, healthy, happy, funny, making me laugh. And in my vision, I was like, dad, you goofball, what are you doing here? And then I was like, dad, what are you doing here? And I opened my eyes and picked up the phone and called the hospital. And my brother answered and said, well, dad is having a heart attack and it's chaos in here. They're trying to do CPR. It's terrible. And I said, don't worry. He is so free of that body. He came right to me to show me he was already happy and young and healthy and free. So that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had the, um, I'm going to say the unusual pleasure of, of being uh, uh, seeing my father and my mother very shortly after they died. And uh, my dad appeared in my room. It was early in the morning and woke me out of a sleep. And you know how you're in that in-between space. And I saw him clearly. And he said, is it all right if I go now? And I was sleepy. And I'm like, yeah, sure, go. And then I went, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and uh, that's yeah. so good because the spirits always come to us, especially when they're crossing. Yeah. But we have here on earth, we have our human mind, which is always going, hey, focus on the practical, focus on the real, focus on what you can see, touch and feel. And you and I know that's the unreal world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the real world is the invisible realms, the divine energy you know, whether we look at it through astrology, numerology, intuition, connection to departed loved ones, those are tools that this beautiful universe created and handed to us so that we mm -hmm. could remember who we are, so that we could connect to our departed. Every one of us, you don't need a medium, although mediums are often helpful at first because they'll prove to you that, yes, your beloved still exists. But after that, we can each be aware of quieting the mind, meditating, hopefully, and then opening up to receive that that beautiful know, knowingness that our beloved is happy and free and that this part here on earth is the hard part. You know, this is where we're in school. This is where we're experiencing pain and trying to remember that we are all divine beings on a soul journey here a brief journey in the physical. That's you know, what we forget. <laughs> yeah. You said something or alluded to it, you know, the soul does not suffer. And uh, I think that's a really important part because when they, when they just slide, slip out of the body and go to the other side, like you said, your dad showed up and he was young and, 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 and probably handsome and energetic, you know, yes. full of, vim and vinegar I suppose and full of joy and laughter joy. Yeah. you know that's what I tell people in spirit laughter and joy are the frequencies of God consciousness you know that's yeah. when we're here and we're in those negative dark fearful anxious energies that's all created by the mind that's all the human heaviness of this physical world but when we shift into the divine lens or the upper room whatever words you want to put to it we have those more joyful feelings. We understand the bigger picture of it. And if I could share a vision, it's it's on my screen for the people who are able to yes. see the vision. Um, 
this is an important vision, I think, to share now, because as you all know, our world is so messed up right now. I mean, there's so much pain, there's so much conflict, but we know also from our souls that this is part of the journey of awakening for humans. So back in 2014, I was teaching these grief things of helping people connect to their departed. And I had flown to the East Coast to teach a three-day workshop like that. And I flew back home and I got really sick and I got this terrible fever and cough. And, and out of the three days of being sick, I had this huge out-of-body experience one night. And I was brought into heaven, really, and shown planet Earth from a distance, as you can see in this vision. And these angels, these guides were just wrapping around me and showing me this vision. And they showed me these lights beaming up from Earth into space. And I said, that's beautiful. What is that? And they said, every time a soul on Earth wakes up, to the fact that they are a divine being, not a physical being, and starts embracing love, compassion, and all the higher frequencies on earth, then a light beam shoots up from their soul and fills the darkness. And they were showing me how these light beams were spreading around the earth. They were lighting up all the dark crevices of earth. And they said, when you go back to your body, you have to teach this because earth is about to go through a very hard time and people are going to look at the mundane places of darkness, the details of human life, and they're going to believe that the darkness is winning. But you have to show them the light is always winning. The light is always filling the dark places. It is always the love winning over the fear and hatred on earth. You have to show them this and teach them this. And it was 2014, you know, and I was like, okay, but things are kind of okay right now, you know, and then the next few years unfolded and I was like, oh, now I know what they were talking about. <laughs> and so to what I want to tell people is, you have your daily list, your daily struggles, your your dramas that all are part of human life, but you've got to take some moments out of your day to lift up to this bigger view and see the world from that divine lens perspective where the love and the light is always winning. And yes. so we have to ask ourselves in our own hearts every day, am I standing up for that love and light? Or am I getting lost in the pain, the anger, the conflict of the earth realm? Because we got to choose a side. And standing up for the light is so powerful. Oh, I am so glad you said all of that. And I wanted you to say it and you said it. Thank you. Um, I feel like that is just the overriding message. It's always, it is the message. The light is always winning. And um, yeah, even through everything we're going through, just yes. So I love your vision. Um, we're going to take a little station break. If you are on the lines waiting in the archives, please do not hang up. We've got much more to come. And um, my amazing guest, my heartfelt soul sister, Sue Frederick, what a joy and delight to have you. This is Loretta Brown. Don't go away. We're, we'll be right back. 
Staying active and healthy as we age starts with strong bones. To keep your bones strong, you need calcium, vitamin D, and regular exercise. A bone density test called DEXA helps detect low bone mass and bone disease called osteoporosis. If you're 65 or older, Medicare provides free bone density tests every two years. Ask your doctor to schedule yours. For more information on how to be bone strong, visit pathtogoodbonehealth.org. Did you know that Reiki healing can be done at a distance? It's true. So let Reiki Oasis focus powerful energy to help relieve your stress, grief, sadness, anger, and so much more. Convenient, personalized treatments at a distance can increase lightness of being. During your appointment, find a quiet place to lie down or sit to receive healing energies. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today. Ready to shake things up? Try Alternative Talk 1150. Thank you for that beautiful music, Benny Mathers. Always, you're the you're perfect. And uh, welcome back to the original Loretta Brown show with my guest Sue Frederick today. Um, she's a master numerologist and ordained Unity minister, soul regression therapist, and so many so much more. I want to remind people these shows are. Uh, archived and downloadable for free at the KKNW 1150 AM archives for the original Loretta Brown show. And of course, we are live on re- YouTube right now. We're on uh, Twitter, SoundCloud, Sp- Spotify, iTunes, Podcast One, Megaphone. I probably left some out, but obviously it's out there. And there's also hundreds, if not thousands of shows out there because I've been on the air for years. I recommend people listen to them. I have the amazing privilege to talk to just, I don't know, beautiful, wonderful souls. My soul family. I'm feeling all kind of mushy today. (laughs) Anyway, Sue, what is numerology? And, um, and then yeah. talk about me. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> okay. See how so, I am. Yes. So, um, oh, uh, so, so <laughs> let me just explain. When okay. I found numerology, it was 1980. It was right after my husband had died. There was one book in the bookstore on numerology. There was no internet. So I started my own journey of inquiry, of trying to understand what the numbers meant. And I really wish that's how people learned it today. But today they go to the web, all the internet stuff with a quick app, you know, and I just ask people, take a, take a breath with it and know that spirit is, gave us this sign of numerology to help us remember that we are souls on an important soul mission here and not look at numbers as like in a superstition way like oh i'm on a nine path that's hard you know that's not at all how i look at it the way i view numerology is loretta you and i and benny were all hanging out in the divine realms and we were learning we were filled with love and happiness and wisdom and we were looking at planet earth And the call went out of, hey, who's willing to go down there again and help out because they're really going through a hard time and they will be if you jump in now. And you and I and Benny, like we raised our hands. (laughs) (laughs) Because we were in the bliss mode. Right, right. You don't don't remember how painful it is here. (laughs) And you and I and Benny 
all agreed that we were going to take a master soul path when we got down here, meaning you and Benny are on the 11 sacred master soul journeys. I'm on the 22. (sighs) Don't worry, people. You can go to my website and buy my workbook on sacred numerology. It's also on Amazon if you want to get down to the details of it. But Loretta and Benny chose the 11 path of great sensitivity, artistic gifts channeling through to walk this world, channeling in that inspiration, hard journey, because you're very sensitive. Usually the early years of 11 path sacred souls are pretty tough. And I chose the 22 because I said, I want to be strong and I want to get a lot of content created and work hard to help people. And the 22 is based on the four and I'll have all kinds of strength because I hadn't come to earth much. I, and we had all spent our, most of our time in the divine, especially in the angelic realms. And so we said, let's just go down there and really be angelic helpers. Ha ha. <laughs> and so I, I love this way you're telling it. It's absolutely spot on. Yeah. So there was that small print too. By right, the way. <laughs> right. The small print, right? And the guides even say to us when we're there creating this plan, like they have to approve it, right? And I remember my guide, I have a memory of my guide saying, you're agreeing to all kinds of grief and loss and trauma down there. Are you absolutely sure that you're going to find your way to accomplish your master soul mission? And I remember thinking, oh, yes, my heart will lead the way. And I remember the guide telling me my final advice before I jumped in was, okay, trust your courageous heart. It's the only thing that will get you through. And I jumped in and it was tough. I got lost a million thousand times. And I tell that to everybody who's listening. We get lost down here. We embed ourselves in our negativity and our pain until we ask a bigger question. Who am I really? How can I look at this differently? And here I am on my 22-4 work hard path. I've written 11 books and people go, why do you, why are your sessions with clients so intense? You do so much for them. Why have you written 11 books? And I'm always like, is there a different way to do this? Like, I don't, that's not my life plan. I don't know how to do that differently. And you two, Benny and Loretta, you two are like, I'm channeling in all of this spiritual guidance. And then I look at the world and the world is so messed up. How do I make peace with these two views? And Loretta, you chose Reiki, you chose astrology you chose this radio show this is your expression of bringing that enlightened way into the world and here's what's interesting is loretta you wrapped aries around it you said i know i'm going to be sensitive and i know i'm going to be intuitive but man i need that ram of the aries to let me be charging forward loud and proud and so that's what you've got here the aries double 11 master soul journey meaning you didn't choose to have it show up three ways you add it which is my personal way i do numerology it's in my workbook people you can get it on amazon but you have two ways that your 11 path shows up which means you had a little bit of an out and what that means is you would be very good at details and order and 
I mean, even computer programming kinds of stuff, if you had wanted to bail on the journey, you could have been good at all that. But you agreed to keep trying and stepping up. And here you are now, Aries 11, powerful master soul. You're personally in a seven personal year, Loretta, a year of great spiritual and intuitive growth. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you're writing a book this year. And <laughs> starting in 2024, you're in a year of power, the number eight owning your power financially in the world, especially. So hopefully something you're creating this year brings in a lot of abundance for you in 2024. And then in 2025, Loretta, you are at the culmination of a huge cycle of your journey, uh, a wrapping up of everything you've learned and getting ready to step up to the next level of it, of your great work. Does any of that resonate with you? Spot on. <laughs> absolutely spot on and benny yeah. i gotta talk about mr benny oh boy here we go laugh. been waiting <laughs> here we go so benny uh -huh. you said and and here's the fun part when i jumped in i said hey i gotta wrap virgo around it because i'm gonna be all up here in spirit and mm -hmm. intuition and have almost no left brain so so if i have virgo then it'll make me learn how to be analytical you said benny I'm going to have this double 11 master soul journey. So, and I'm going to be a man in this life. So I better get grounded with that Capricorn earth-based, very practical, competent energy of Capricorn. <laughs> Thank you. And so you faced a battle, Benny. A oh battle boy, did I. Between, <laughs> a battle between the part of you going, get real, be practical, be mundane, go just get a job for a paycheck versus the higher double 11 mm. energy that brought you to Loretta, that brought you to music, that brought you to radio and all this stuff. And you are in a three personal year, Benny, a year of create creative self-expression, of being with con community and connection. But guess what? In 2024, you're in a hard working year, Benny. You're oh boy. in a, a four, 22-four personal year, which means... I don't know, maybe you're just doing more shows or maybe you're creating more music, but it's a hard working year. And when we embrace the energy of our personal year cycles and just get it done, don't fight with it, then we step into the grace of divine order and divine flow. Perfect. And I'll tell you, I've been this year in a 22-4 personal year. And as I just said, my whole life path is a 22-4. And I've complained every bit of the way because <laughs> I had two books come out. I've been doing too many shows, too many clients. And finally, around August, my girlfriend here, who I adore, she said, Sue, you know, Maybe it's time you just give up on the idea of having a beach vacation and just <laughs> let it go and accept, <laughs> accept what's happening. And I was like, thank you for saying that. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> or work on your vacation. You can combine the two. I can't even get the vacation to happen. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I'm, year, I'm next, going to Egypt. You could come. Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> See, well, in go. 2024, I go on a, in a five personal year. And I love five. Five is the energy of adventure and freedom and travel and charisma and fun. And so I'm counting on next year for me, 2024, being a vacation travel year. <laughs> All right. We'll I, see if that happens. I love I love that towards you. Yes, for sure. 
I love that so much. Did, did that resonate, Benny? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And, you know, um, I guess 11 in itself is like one of my favorite numbers. And I usually, me too. in my old athlete yeah, days, that was the one I chose. And by the way, for the two of you, there's no accidents, of course, that you're doing this together. Your soul agreement together, <clears throat> two 11s come together as a 22-4 soul agreement. Oh. So it's so perfect because you're working together to create this body of content on this show, which is very 22-4 vibration. Right? Well done. All right, Loretta. Yeah. When, yeah, two, yeah. When, when two 11s assemble. That's right. <laughs> together <laughs> yes Whoa. i love that thank you i feel so, i feel really empowered i just love that so so much so um we actually have somebody that's been waiting in the in the back room for what half an hour very patiently yes very patiently. i'm gonna i'm gonna have to get their date of birth and yeah I, they don't okay. want to say that is it okay if they say that on air I, i'm sure it's acceptable okay. yeah mm -hmm. okay so uh yeah, three yeah. three eleven fifty eight Okay. And it's uh, Rose is calling in from Snohomish. So hi, Rose. Thanks for holding. Hi there. Rose, hello. There. Thank you for your extreme patience. We, <laughs> oh, we're so having nice. too much fun talking about ourselves, you know. I, mean... well, I agree with her because I've listened to you guys for a long time. So I think everything she said was oh. really, really spot on. <laughs> Rose, you're so sweet. I feel your sweet, sweetheart. Thank you. So yeah. Rose, your name is so beautiful and it's just perfect with your path. Um, let me just do one more calculation here. Um, oh, but okay. Uh, by the so, way, I, I just want to, before you talk, I'll, I don't know how much time we really have here. I'll give out the number one more time. We might be able to get one person. Yeah, we could probably we sneak one, one more. Sure. The number is one 298 five five six nine or four two five three seven three five five two seven if you want a mini reading call right now or forget it <laughs> <laughs> okay so rose the pisces yeah. one you are the leader to spiritual wisdom you've had to overcome a lot of self-doubt in this journey and the self-doubt still rises up and makes you doubt yourself a couple of years ago you went through a transition and then stepping up to that higher divine lens view, being the visionary, the leader, not doubting yourself, trusting your powerful intuition. You are here to lead us to that spiritual wisdom, that intuitive viewpoint. And you're in a three personal year. It's a fun year. But just like I told Benny, you're going into a four year in January. So you know, that's going to be a year of having to dig in and do some harder work. But let me ask you something. Are you a healer? What do you do for a living? Well, I, um, I'm a hospice volunteer. I have been for a lot of years. Um, and I have my own power of eight prayer group that I lead every, every other week with a group of women. Um, I'm just a mother and a grandmother at this time in my life. And just trying to um, kind of support and be uh, just do what I can for the collective, really. Just, yeah, well, uh, that's so perfect for the one path journey. The one is the number of being the leader and the visionary. And yet it's wrapped in Pisces, which means 
you're leading us to a deeper understanding, a higher frequency. I love it that you do women's groups. I love it that, you know, you're just very aware that you're here to lead. Did you have a time early in your life when their self-doubt was what you've had to push through? Uh, very much so. Um, yeah, I lost my mom at a really young age and my grandma, like, I lost them um, just like a couple months apart and then gave birth to my first daughter while I was pregnant, losing my mom and my grandma, who were my most closest people in my life. So I just had a lot of stuff, uh, very young um, with losses and learning. And um, I had a very spiritual grandma, though, that really that really kind of, you know, put that, I don't know, just just made me trust and really know that God was always with me and um, just a lot of, you know, the same things that you've been talking about, um, I kind of learned and, you know, I'm always, always working on. Well, that's your arc of learning in this lifetime, really. When you cross over and you do your soul review, you're going to see those moments where you could have given up, where you could have just said, I can't believe in myself through, through all of this pain and doubt, losing both of those maternal figures while you're giving birth. But you're also very intuitive. So I just want to say that I'm sure you've communicated with your mom and your grandmother and all these spirits. And I would encourage you, because you're a hospice volunteer, to even go and take next year in your hardworking year, Go take some mediumship courses, go online and study how to communicate with departed. Because if you're working with people who are crossing over in hospice, you know, having those conversations about spirit with them, even if they're in a coma, their soul is hearing you and just helping them be at peace with the fact that they are going to be free of the suffering body and that you already know for sure that that's the better place and sort of helping them ease in that transition. You are capable of all of that, Rose, and so much more. Oh, thank you so much. Anyhow, just listening to you has been really wonderful and and also reminding me of, you know, how how much peace the people are on the other side. I That's always a good reminder for all of us, you know, and it helps us all uh, move forward and just you know, feel the love around us from them all the time. So I I really loved, you know, listening to you this morning and, and thanks for the beautiful message. Yeah. Thank you, sweetie. Yeah. Blessings to you, Rose. Yeah. What a lovely soul. Um, I want to ask you, I don't know quite how to ask this question, but I'm (laughs) sure you can figure it out. Um, you know, when we look at, let's say, um, the year 2023 or the year 2024 and we're looking at global events what 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 does numerology how can it help us yeah you understand i I love that question because every january i teach uh an online class and i'll be posting it on my website soon so people can go to suefrederick.com and sign up for my classes but i'll be posting my january numerology online class on zoom where i help you feel the vibration so for example 20 23 has been a seven universal year and that's a year of 
um, you used the word scratchy earlier today when you were talking. <laughs> I would say seven is scratchy. It's like seeking a higher perspective and being critical of what you see until you finally rise up high enough to understand it from the angelic divine perspective. It's hard to do, but when you do it, this this year that we're in makes suddenly makes sense to you in spiritual terms. But we're going into a different energy in January, and that's going to be an eight universal year. And I'm almost... Um, I'm asking my guides to really empower me and help me with this because eight is a number of power. And when we choose an eight soul journey, it means we're saying I'm coming into my lifetime to learn to own my power spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally. So every challenge that comes to me is going to be asking me to step up in that way, not abuse my power, not give it away, but find that perfect balance of empowering self and others. That's the vibration of the universal number in 2024. So we have to wow. work with that energy in the world, which is scary, right? I mean, we're heading into elections and all kinds of stuff. So we may see power misused, power abused, and then we may see the right use of power. And may all of us stand up for the right use of power. That'll yes. be the problem and the solution on the table in 2024. So when we have, let's say, a universal year of a seven or an eight, and I just realized my numbers seem to match the years. So I'm in a seven and it's right. a seven. That's and, right. Oh, that's interesting. That's, and that's why you do what you do for a living, because what um, you're personally going through you can talk to people about through the stars, through energy, oh, yeah. and you're you're the spokesperson for this yeah. collective energy that we're experiencing. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like a light bulb went off in my head. I went, oh, I get it. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's that's. Thank you. Yeah, that's going to digest for a while. For <laughs> for other people, let's say somebody has a uh like like Benny has a four year in an right. eight year. Yeah. So for example, for yeah. Benny, he will be thinking about his work and how to do more work and maybe make more money, but he'll also be looking at the bigger picture of power and say, you know, what is the most powerful place for me to live, to work, to have a relationship, to have a home? Should I move? All of these questions of how do I want to express my power will be part of the dialogue of his soul and his heart and, and the four that he'll be in personally will give him the strength to be able to do whatever his soul is telling him to do in 2024. So for me, being in a five year of freedom, who knows, maybe I'll just move to Mexico if I don't like what I'm seeing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm coming. I'll, I'll live next door. Okay. Oh, we'd have so much fun. Yes. Um, yeah, we would. We'd, oh, yeah, we'd have way too much fun. Um, yeah. uh, so do, do uh, days also have a, a, a number? Yeah, like... and let me talk about that yeah. because I used to teach, um, you know, I've studied numerology since 1980. So I've moved through all different phases of what I think is most important about it and how I help clients with it. Yeah. Um, I don't talk about the days because what I found out 
is people lose their minds when they get down into the details seriously like i had clients and students going oh i'm in a nine personal day and it's a nine month i'm not going to get out of bed i don't want to have to surrender and let go of stuff and i'm like oh you are so misusing and not not understanding what this we don't get down in the details of it because people go crazy. I want to help people see the bigger picture of it because you can't be worried. You can't feel that numbers are more powerful than you, just like you can't feel that stars are more powerful than you. We are all here as the most powerful beings and energies on planet earth. We are divine beings. We can look at numbers. We can look at stars and go, oh, that helps me grow and be a better person but we don't want to get under it all to where we're feeling that it's telling us good or bad information and we're paralyzed about it or afraid about it that's not the purpose of these divine signs that the universe has given us yeah i love that answer i quite often say um like uh, astrology is just the cosmic weather yeah. and and if it's sunny i'm probably not going to wear my winter parka but, <laughs> but <laughs> i don't have to stay but inside even, <laughs> even in a cold rainy day in astrology you know sometimes it feels great to get out there and yeah. walk around in it and feel your energy <laughs> well my airy self goes it's that all you got Come yeah on. right <laughs> more wind <laughs> more rain right. anyway right. um we're down to probably the last minute or so which is crazy sue uh, uh final words where can people find you yeah that kind of mm. thing well i want everyone to remember that you are more powerful than you know that we are all filled with light and love that this world is not greater or darker than our us and our soul wisdom and that our job is to shine the light and the love as brightly as we can and get out of the details and if you want help if you want to work with me i do client sessions i do soul regression sessions i have a number of books out you can choose what you want to do just go to my website suefrederick.com um, my name is F-R-E-D-E-R-I-C-K.com. So just go to the website and you can pick a class. You can pick a book to purchase on Amazon that'll help you understand things this way. Or you can do a soul regression session or a numerology session. I offer a lot of different venues to help people. And it's all on my website. I love that so much. Uh, what a delightful conversation. And And by the way, um, I read your book through a divine lens. I really loved it. And Aww. I want to point out to people listening, like we didn't get a touch on everything, like the past life regression things. You actually have those in there. Yes. Fascinating work, you know, very, very fascinating. And I do that work with people too. And I, I just, I can never get enough of that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, oh my goodness, what a joy and delight. What a wonderful, wonderful soul. Sue Frederick, uh, everybody, please check it, check her out and take a look at the books. Like, take a look at her YouTubes. Take a look at her podcast. Uh, take a look at everything that she offers and get a reading. Work with her, <laughs> obviously. And Benny, woohoo, my fellow Alevian, woohoo. <laughs> Is that Eleven or Alevian? Anyway. <laughs> Maybe it's Elvin. It, it's I all like of it. Alevi I like Alevians. You guys are Alevians. That's right. All right. To so everybody out there, so much love and uh, stay safe. Drink lots of water this weekend and stay in the higher vibration. Always stay in the love.